Hey, welcome to Black, Married, and in the Military, a podcast that explores unique experiences, challenges, and even triumphs of military life. I'm Teresa Alexis, known as the Military Bride Strategist, and I'm your host. Hey, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about healing in marriage. And one of the things about healing in marriage is it will not look like everybody else's. So I want you to come into this conversation with uh, an open heart and open mind and fresh eyes on it because maybe you've never heard this topic before or maybe you have and you're just you're just a little bogged down by what you've heard maybe previously, or maybe you've never heard this topic before and you're interested. But either way, whenever we have these conversations, it's always best to come in with an open heart and open mind and fresh eyes just to get perspective. And so in healing and marriage, there's different things that we need to heal from. So it can be things, you know, baggage as it's called that we bring from previous relationships or even from our childhood or pre or previous experience that we bring into our marriage. Or it can be something that happened with your spouse, maybe during the dating phase, the engagement phase, or actually in your marriage. So, and this can look like different things. It can be like toxins from your childhood or from, like I said, previous relationships or anything like that, any type of abuse. And I don't mean physical abuse, you know, emotional abuse, financial abuse, and maybe it is physical abuse from your childhood, who knows, but whatever those things look like, um, and even generational curses, because I hear a lot of talk about that, but those can seep through too. So generational ancestral curses that kind of seep through into your present day and into your marriage. And one thing I will say about Black marriages is, because this is Black married and in the military, Black marriages is most times there are a lot of toxins, abuse, generational and ancestral curses that come from um, our past that may have affected our lineage indirectly or directly and it somehow jumped to us um so that can happen but it doesn't mean that it's the end it doesn't mean that there's no hope it doesn't mean any of that what it means is that there there are some things that you're gonna have to dig up and uproot in your life that is gonna help you eventually have a thriving marriage so and i i want to say too that you you just can't make it there off of hoping and wishing. It has to be, you know, you jumping in the trenches with your spouse and being willing to do the work together and individually, because there's some individual things that you have to work out for yourself. Both you and your spouse have to work out for, for yourself to be able to come together and work on things together. And that's always a part of the process. And you know, like they say, trust the process because it's a process. Marriage is a journey. It is not a destination. And a lot of people don't get that, which is kind of interesting to me, but a lot of people don't really get that. They think uh, they think marriage is a destination. Like we're supposed to be here in our marriage, but you are always growing and learning in marriage. You're always growing and learning about your spouse. So 
without further ado, healing and marriage, what that looks like is the first thing you have to allow things to be revealed. So I know I talked about those toxins, any type of abuse, any type of neglect, anything like that. So you may have suppressed things. And I will say with military people, because I mean, I was active duty. We are basically taught to suppress our feelings and emotions. And it's a, it's supposed to be a, a safety mechanism to protect us on the battlefield. So when we see like a child or animal, you know, we won't get so caught up in like the emotions to where we put ourselves and our team in danger. So it's supposed to be something that helps us think more strategically than think with emotions. And it's a it's good in that situation, but it's not good in marriage. So suppressing your emotions, suppressing your feelings is not great in an intimate relationship, which is what marriage is. And so and so what we have to do is we have to allow allow things to be revealed. Why do I always feel sad when X, Y, and Z uh, happens? Why do I always feel angry? Why am I always irritated? Why am I always whatever you're feeling? And here's the thing. When you suppress things, they don't go away. They're just covered up. You're literally muffling things. It's like covering a child's mouth or covering your own mouth to keep you from saying something. That's literally what you're doing to any hurt, to any trauma. Those things have to be revealed. You have to dig and pull those things up by the roots so that, you know, you can properly, which is going into the next one, allowing yourself to feel. And one thing I want to say is about pulling things up by the root. Like, I don't know if any of you have ever planted flowers, but I have. So if you only trimming off the the sides, you know, trying to make the outside look pretty and you never deal with the roots, how exactly do you think that plant is going to, you know, thrive? Sometimes plants need to be pulled up because they're overtaken by weeds. And other times it is going to need just a little bit of beautification where it needs to be trimmed and, you know, cut down a bit. But you won't know if you're not going in there, you know, walking in the flower bed and allowing those things to be revealed. You're looking, basically you're, you're digging through, you're looking and seeing what needs to be done. And that's one of the things you have to do. You have to dig those things up by the root. You have to go and search and search yourself. And it's more of self-awareness to figure out what those things are and why you're being triggered the way you are. And then you have to allow yourself to feel, like I said. So when you are pulling these things up and you're allowing them to be revealed, you're going to feel some emotions. You may feel a lot of emotions. And one of the things you have to do is you have to embrace that. Allow yourself to feel those things, every emotion, every bit of sadness, every bit of anger, every bit of irritation, frustration, you know, mourning, grief, all those things. Um, if you're annoyed, like you have to allow yourself to feel those things. And when you're doing these together, it's about discovery. It's about discovering what is happening. What have I suppressed? What can I utilize to be better for myself, for my spouse, and for everything that I'm interacting with? And you can't do that apart, of, uh, apart from 
having these things be revealed to you and allowing yourself to feel them. Then once you are revealed, once these things are revealed and you're allowing yourself to feel, you can properly deal with them. So I have dug deep and I have allowed myself to feel the anger from when I was hurt by my spouse. They betrayed my trust. It's just an example, yeah. And so I can deal with that by saying, hey, I can forgive them for this thing that happened two years ago. Because sometimes you think you forgive people, but really you just suppressed it and holding on to it, saving it for a later date. Even if you're not intentionally saving it for a later date, it's going to come up when you are triggered enough. So that's what suppression does. It it saves the hurt, the offense, the trauma for a later date because it's going to pop up somewhere. And you'll either be surprised or you'll be so basically out of yourself that you don't even notice you did it and then like i said hurt people hurt people um you'll eventually bleed all over your spouse um so you allow these things to be revealed to you you embrace it and you allow yourself to feel every emotion that goes with this and then you can properly deal with it and one thing in dealing with it name it to tame it i i love that phrase um name it to tame it you got to name it to be able to fully deal with it. You can't just, you know, dismiss it or say, ah, this is not that important or this is less likely to be important. Let me just kind of scoop that to the side and I'm going to be all right. No, you have to name it to tame it. So if your spouse betraying your trust and whatever that looks like for you causes you to be upset and hurt, you have to say that say my spouse betrayed my trust back in whenever and it causes me to be upset or it causes me anxiety name that thing so you can recognize exactly what is happening and why and then you can properly deal with it and then once you do that you're on your way to experiencing healing because what a lot of people think is they can just jump in this thing and be healed. I do believe in miraculous healing, but also too, this process works. This process works and it works for a lot of people. And you know, it's one of those things where they say, don't knock it till you try it. You have to go through this entire process, this entire process to say you've tried it. You can't be like, oh, well, I, I tried to reveal and that was too hard for me, so this don't work. Or I I skipped revealing and I tried to deal with it, um, so this process don't work. Or I'm just going to skip all the, fir- the first three ones and I'm going to go straight to healing. Um, why am I not healing? Why am I still mad at my spouse? Why am I still being triggered? you know, after all this time, it's because you reveal, feel, deal, and heal. Those all go together. And all of those are things that align with each other. Hey friends, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, then you'll love the one and only official military marriage membership called Military Marriage Matters University, also known as 3MU. The first of its kind for military marriages You can get the tools, tips, resources, practical strategies, and support to experience a phenomenal marriage. Military marriages are unique 
Therefore, it requires unique training, education, and resources from someone who gets you and has worn the uniform and boots. This is an intentional group of military wives from all walks of life coming together for the common goal of having that phenomenal marriage. This is a specific program that is meant to educate, empower, and inspire military marriages. This is like a marriage school for military marriages that will give you the support you need. If you want to find out more about this membership or how to work with me further, go to bit.ly slash TA underscore WWM. That's bit, B-I-T dot Lee, L-Y slash T-A underscore W-W-M. Nobody can speak on really what has happened in your marriage because we weren't there. We can walk you through and be your um, personal guide. And we, as in me, because I'm I'm talking about this right now, be your personal guide in getting you through whatever the hurt or the trauma is for you. But we weren't there. We didn't see the offense. We don't know what happened. That doesn't mean that we can't walk you through this journey and be someone who is in your corner. Also, you know, with these steps, you have to do them in your time. And don't feel like you have to be rushed or, you know, you got this timeline where it's like, oh, in a month or in seven days, I need to be be through this entire process. Okay, it may take somebody a month to be through that entire process, but that doesn't mean it's going to only take you a month. It may take you a whole year. The thing is, we have to be willing to be patient, and that's one thing that a lot of people today don't have. They don't, or they don't exercise that. I feel like everybody has the ability to be patient and wait well, but some some of us struggle more with that than others. But I believe that everybody has that ability to be patient and to wait and to see what is on the other side of going through this process. You don't just experience healing because you wake up cute in the morning and just hope and wish for it. It comes with work. It comes with work and that's working on yourself, working on your marriage. And that's working through this process. And maybe you haven't heard this process before. That's okay. If you need to run this back and see what I said, that's fine too. But you have to be willing to heal in your marriage, to make your marriage grow and thrive. Because there is nothing that's more dormant than a marriage that is hurting. It's just true. And I have a friend who teaches... um, couples also and she talks about how God and one spouse can save a marriage and we had a we had a discussion on it and if you didn't hear it it's on here um it's one of the episodes with Leslie Cristea um so if you didn't hear that episode be sure to go back and listen to it but definitely I strongly believe that if you need to kind of pull yourself away or pull yourself to the side and have a moment with Jesus or, you know, and just go through this process, that's fine too. Or if you just want to pull yourself in the closet and, and do it alone, if that works for you, that works for you. But more, more times than not, people are looking for someone, a coach like myself, 
to walk them through this process because this process, I ain't gonna lie, it ain't for the faint of heart. And when you start to dig, you gonna find some stuff that you didn't know was there. That's that's how this works. And, and that's totally okay. It doesn't mean that you're like worse off than you thought or anything like that. It's just that when you start to dig, you gonna, you're going to see some stuff that, <clears throat> excuse me, you didn't know was there and some stuff that you thought been dealt with. But here here's how it works. It basically is digging up. And honestly, I would like to say that, you know, the ground is pliable and the ground being your heart. Um, that's where things kind of root themselves in because... You know, it's always a matter of the heart, which transcends to the mind and all of that. But that's another conversation for another episode. But, you know, always be sure that you can be pliable, be flexible, and be willing to heal things in yourself and in your marriage. Because what happens a lot of times is one spouse, or even both, will be just in the clouds thinking everything's great. And then all of a sudden it comes crashing down. And they're both left wondering what happened. And it's because us as humans tend to suppress things or tend to what they call put things to the side, which is suppressing, by the way. Excuse me put things to the side and think they're going to deal with it later. The later either never comes, you know, by you going to get it, or it pops up somewhere else in your marriage, like maybe two, three years later even. And you're like, wait, I forgot all about that. Or one of y'all going to be like, I don't even remember that. And that's because things are suppressed. That's because things aren't dealt with. And I will say this. Everything doesn't need to be dealt with right then and there all the time. There are some things that may take time to be dealt with. So keep that in mind. But there are some things that are small or what appears to be small that need to be dealt with right away so that they don't fester and cause you to be bitter or spiteful towards your spouse or even resentful. And those things need to be dealt with like right away. Because even the smallest seed can grow. And it can either be a small seed that turns out to be beautiful, or it can be a small seed that turns out to be destructive. There is a bit of discernment that you have to use and know which things need to be dealt with right away and which things needs to be dealt with in time. So just keep that in mind. And just to recap the things I said in healing and marriage, Here are the steps. Number one, allow things to be revealed to you. And by revealing, you're going to have to do the work to dig. You're, You're going to have to. No one else can do that for you. Number two, allow yourself to feel every emotion, every thought, every feeling, every anything. Allow yourself to feel that. Because when when things are being revealed, you you gonna feel it. There's no way to avoid it. And then number three, allow yourself to deal. So once you found the things, once you are reacting (laughs) towards the things or from the things, you're going to have to deal with it. 
You can't just open a can of worms and think you can leave it there and nothing's going to happen. Something is going to happen. And if you don't deal with it, it's, it can it can get catastrophic in your marriage. So be mindful of that. And then number four, allow yourself to experience healing. The That's the pathway to healing. Revealing, feeling, dealing, and then it's healing. I know all those rhyme, but they rhyme for a reason because it's a process. And it doesn't, you don't just get there by... <clears throat> by, like I said, just hoping and wishing. You get there by being diligent in this process, being steadfast in this process, and making this process work for you and in your marriage. Now, I would love to see um, all marriages healed. And I want to say, like I said, specifically, Black marriages have a lot of different things going on because, again, this is Black marriage and in the military, Black marriages are beautiful. They are. They are amazing to me. And I'm Black, so I mean, <laughs> hello. But one of the things I see a lot of in Black marriages specifically is the, like, ancestral and generational curses that kind of seep their ways into Black marriages. And again, that will have to be a whole nother conversation for another episode. And honestly, I'm going to invite a guest who specializes in that. Um, she's going to be a guest who's been here before. But um, we're going to talk about that. And one of those things that I see in Black marriages are the power struggle. And that's huge. But like I said, healing in marriage is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. And what people deem is overnight can take years. And they're just seeing the fruit of the labor that you've put into your marriage. So if you're listening to this and you're a husband or a wife and you're just like, man, I don't know how, or girl, I don't know how I'm going to heal from this particular thing, whether it's infidelity, whether it's, um, they have betrayed your trust and made you all homeless, whatever it is, and you don't see a way out, I want you to know there is always hope. Again, there's plenty of ways to reach out to me. Um, you can go to my website, www.teresaalexis.com, and let's go to Let's Chat and send me a message. It comes straight to me um, and ask questions. Also, if you're a wife and you're you're here a military wife and you're here i have a group on facebook called military marriage matters and so you can go to join that group make sure you answer all the questions though so you can be let in but there are different ways to stay connected to me and to get the help you need to heal in your marriage so i hope this was a good conversation i know it wasn't long and drawn out but great conversation and I hope that you all enjoyed this talk and will do the work to heal in your marriage. If you're interested in finding out more about me, the number one military marriage, family, and relationship coach, you can go to www.teresaalexis.com or connect with me on social at Teresa Alexis Speaks on IG, Facebook, and TikTok, and at T Alexis Speaks on Clubhouse and Twitter. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. 
be sure to subscribe and activate notifications so you won't miss out on any new episodes that go live. I'm excited going forward by how this podcast will impact your life and cultivate a better you and a better marriage and family dynamic. Now go forth and be awesome.